listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. James Harden, zero points in the second half, just two shots taken in the second half, 11 points, nine assists, the final game of the season for the Philadelphia 76ers. Apparently, he has plans for his future in Philly. Um, nothing. You only took two shots in the second half. Was there anything Miami did, or was it this? Uh, we, we ran our offense. The ball, you know, I feel like the ball moved, and you know, it just didn't get back to me. Why weren't you more aggressive? Um, like I just said, we ran our offense. The ball, you know, just didn't get back to me. Miami's run that they went on at the beginning of the second half to kind of break the game open. Just what, what were the biggest things that led to that? Yeah, I mean, bless you. We didn't score. We didn't score. They they got you know some easy buckets in transition, uh, some big shots, and you know, kind of kind of broke the game open. How would you? Uh... I guess reflect or evaluate in case we don't see it tomorrow. Reflect or evaluate on what's happened since you got here in uh, mid-February, and what do you see this this team being in the in the near future? Man, it's, uh, it's for me personally. It's been a long year, um, but since I've been here, it's been great. You know, I mean, we just we try to build something so fast. Um, we try to build a championship contender team so fast, um, which I still think we are. We just you know missing a few pieces, but uh, other than that, man, we just try to. We try to go for it right away, and uh, we just came up a little short. Um, it doesn't stop. We still got to put work in and continue to keep going. And what do you see with this team in the near future? You said you're going to opt in. Yeah, we, we're trying to win a championship, and that's the goal. So, you know, whatever that looks like to continue to build us individually, continue to get better, us as a unit, you know, continue to get to know each other, um, find out what works, what doesn't work, and, and things like that. So to be clear, you plan on still opting in. Say again? To be clear, you plan on still opting in the I'll, I'll be here. Yeah, I'll be here. Whatever makes this team, you know, um, whatever can, allows this team to continue to grow and get better and, and do the things necessary to, to, to win and compete at the highest level. James, you said the ball didn't get to you. Does the coach call plays to try to get the ball to you? Nice question. What has it been like to, to learn to play with Joel and then maybe specifically this week watching him overcome thing after thing after thing? Like, What have you learned about his character over the last couple weeks? Um, he'll do whatever it takes to win. You know what I mean? And he just, uh, whether it's an injury, um, he just continues to fight, continues to um, be there for his team, you know, even even though he's not 100%. So, um, you know, credit to him for that, for being out there. His presence alone is, is, is a game changer. I've been trying to get right throughout the course of a basketball season, you know what I mean, for two years straight. And it's like, that's not it. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I, all last time I was rehabbing and it, it was it was a little frustrating, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not used to going through something like that. But uh, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm just happy to be healthy now. I got a, you know, a full summer to, to, to be straight and, and to do the things necessary to come back um, even better next year. Similarly, with the, ro I mean, with the roster, it's tough to, I mean, with, it's tough to put complimentary pieces around the team, you know, mid-season to have an entire summer, uh, you know, knowing you, Joel, Tyrese, um, to be able to kind of go out there and, and kind of build a roster that, that complements you guys, and, and how big will that be? That's going to be huge, man, huge. Roster, uh, finding things that work, what doesn't work, and just to get to know each other. You know, we've been here for what, two, three months. Um, you know, so we got a summer to to to, to be great, um, and you know, individually and collectively, and um, we're looking forward to it. Whatever it takes to, to help this team continue to grow and uh, and, and put us up there um, with the best of them. Seen from Tyrese over the last few months factor into your wanting to continue to be with this group. I mean, I mean, not just Tyrese. The entire organization is 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 built like you know they're they're really good from top to bottom, and um, so that's the that's the exciting part. But you know, other than you know. Or, 
all, to, add, actually, to answer your question, Tyrese is his development, his maturity um, these past few months that I've noticed has been really, really great. You know, he continues to learn every single day, continues to go out there and compete. Um, and just, uh, he just he has that smile that, you know, makes guys, wants to be around him. James, do you feel like you're now in a better situation um, than you were, say, Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm not here to, you know, I mean, I'm in a really good situation now. Um, really good situation. Appreciate you. What do we say about the Sixers and James Harden? Change has to come in some capacity. We don't know what, but it was a basketball atrocity. In the second half, James Harden played 23 minutes, only attempted two shots, one each quarter, and went scoreless in the second half. This is an anemic performance of epic proportions. Ever since he has arrived in Philadelphia, this scoring champion has never attempted 20 shots in any game in Philadelphia and scored like 25 plus in one game over the last like 15 or 16 games. And he didn't show up tonight. He provided no help whatsoever to Joel Embiid. Poor Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey gave all they could, including Tobias Harris as well. It was not enough. Who would have thought at the beginning of the season, Max Struess will be out playing James Harden. Mm. Now, you're right. A lot of questions will be asked. One, are you giving James Harden a max deal in Philly? No. Two, what happens with Doc Rivers and his job? And three, the responsibility of a superstar. We want to applaud Joel for uh, taking the floor under these circumstances, but we're watching Luka trying to lead his team. I wonder if Embiid was healthy, how much he could have, how far he could have taken. Two hundred and seventy million dollars is the extension for James Harden. No way he gets it. No way in hell. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building with some more hotness. Jay, we got a lot to talk about, and we don't have a lot of time. We got a hot five and five. We got to start talking about everything that's going on in the NBA world, what's going on in NFL, what's going on in MLB. It's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start, but I do know where to start with one thing. Everybody, you know who's yeah. in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. Look, man, we are here. We are getting it in right now. It's the sizzle. Jay, let me ask you something. Yeah. Yes, sir. If you had to start a basketball team. If and, you. <laughs> and I told you the only person you could have on your team had to have a beard. If that person's name was James Harden, would you put him on your basketball team? I wouldn't give him a jello pudding pop. You understand what I'm saying? Look. Oh, my goodness. What the H-E double, double, triple hockey, hockey sticks was that nonsense? What? Okay. All right. James, James, James Harden is ridiculous. And I see you're frustrated about this. You know what? I'm not even really frustrated, really, to tell you the truth. Okay. I am disappointed, and I'm going to tell you why I'm disappointed, right? Okay. This is probably top 50 all-time easily, right? Mm -hmm. Probably more or less top 30. I will almost be near top 20 all-time. Probably one of the most prolific scorers we've ever seen in this league. And somehow, some way, James Harden just decided he didn't feel like playing no more. I wonder if this. I wonder if he's just. If this is going to be it. He's play the string out, keep his check because there's no way you're signing him to any more big money. He's shown you he has forced his way out of a couple of teams, and all he did was go out and implode. How he got up as many shots as I give up in an NBA game. I could get up two. I could get up two shots in the second half. Right? I don't understand. How is, how is one of the greatest scorers of all time not attempt to score the basketball? I don't care if he was two for 25. I completely understand that. Because they were D'ing him up. And maybe he was making a proper pass. But you don't even get up the attempts? Well, uh, that, 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 that's one of the worst things ever. I think that's one of the worst things that I've ever seen was just, just a guy who decided to call it quits. Well, you're not the only one who's upset about it. In fact, let's listen to what Stephen A. Smith had to say. Oh, oh. Reaction to what we just saw from Philly. Congratulations to the Heat. 
On they go to the conference final. They certainly deserved it. They were clearly the better team. The Heat, we'll have time to talk about them. The Heat were the better team, but it was a deplorable performance by the Philadelphia 76ers. We know Danny Green got hurt. We know Joel and B wasn't 100%. That performance by James Harden needs, needs, mm. requires an investigation. How in God's name do you mm. play? You go 22 minutes in the second half and attempt one shot. It was a horrific performance, anemic and impotent performance by James Harden. And I'm really interested in seeing what the Philadelphia 76ers are going to do with Doc Rivers because I smell something and it don't smell right. Okay, so we got a couple of issues here when we're talking about Philly. You got Joel Embiid, you got Doc Rivers, now you've got Harden. I don't understand what they're going to do moving forward because I don't understand what their, their plan is. But as my man, now, you know, Mac early in the, when we were in the chats early, he talked about how yeah. he felt that uh, Embiid was snubbed. He said that, you know, Mike Mack was, was really saying that Jokic shouldn't have gotten the MVP. And then there are a lot of people who say, you know, he shouldn't have gotten the MVP. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joel Embiid was was worthy of the MVP. But look, man, after you, what you saw tonight, after I saw the stats from Jokic, I have no problem with Jokic getting the MVP. What I have a problem with is that we keep saying Embiid is great, but this is what we keep getting. We keep getting these same type of games from Embiid, especially when it comes to closeout games. If you're great, I'm expecting greatness. I'm expecting for you to pull it out and not what we saw from Philly today. This was not even a competitive game. By the second half, man, this game was already a wash. Yeah. Well, Embiid needed Scottie Pippen. There's, there's, there's no greatness without Robin. There is no one superstar. You saw a guy go out and give of his body, getting crashed in the face two or three different times, mm -hmm. falling out on the floor. 44 minutes he played. He gave his heart and soul out there for the Philadelphia 76ers. I was impressed by the effort. But he didn't even have Batgirl out there as his cohort. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. he, he had a little kid out there running around with a towel tied around his neck jumping off the couch talking about he was a superhero. James Harden was supposed to be his Batman. He was supposed to put up the bat signal, right? Mm -hmm. And Commissioner Gordon, the, the Jimmy Butler, Squire Butler, are in Gotham City, you know, well, well actually Philadelphia. But, they, you know, you know you, the point I'm getting and we needed Batman to show up. We didn't get anybody. We got SpongeBob. You know what I'm saying? SpongeBob. I don't know who you got. I know what you got was a whole big mess. And I know that it was not as messy, though, as the game that followed it. Because what followed was even worse. All right, Jay. So... You got Mavs Suns. I'm beginning not to know what to believe about the Suns anymore. Every time I think they're going to do something great, they do something not great. Every time I think they suck, then they it. come back and do great. So I'm I'm really confused. What? Who wants what here? I mean, you know, if you let Dallas come it. in and put the slap down on you, and literally they put the slap down. I get it. You're at home. Dallas is at home and. All things no, equal. no, no, no. That, that had nothing to do with it. That it had nothing to do with it. No, absolutely not. So Batman. Okay, who's the Batman? The Cape Crusader. Dude, that look, Batman is Luca Doncic. Okay. That's Batman. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He went off the court the other day talking about hmm. Everybody tough when they everybody talk tough when they up. But what mm. you gonna what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I put this foot on your throat? Mm -hmm. 
33 points later. Mm-hmm. Fadeaway fallback jump shots. Slow driving. Have you ever seen somebody just put it in second gear and was shimmying and shaking going to the basket? And he could have easily had 50. He missed about five or six bunnies. Mm-hmm. Bunnies he should have stuck, right? He should have been in the high 40s in this game. Right. They don't have an answer for Batman. That is not only Batman, but as uh, one commentator says, Mama, there goes that man. Okay. Look at Dodgers. All right. So if they have no answer, it's funny because I hear a lot of commentators talk about how they are the prohibitive favors in the West. But then that all kind of falls apart when you talk about the Suns. Um, But if they can't beat, (laughs) if you can't beat Dallas, then what does that say about where you are as a team right now, Jay? You have no idea. There is no answer for him. There is no defense for him. Actually, this game, you watched it. It was over pretty much midway the first quarter. By the second half, when they were up by double digits, this just yeah. the game got further and further away. Now, maybe yeah. by the time they get back to Phoenix, is a whole different story. We see a turnaround, mm-hmm. see a, mm-hmm. a turnabout being fair play. But Jay, what if there is no turnabout? What if Jason Kidd has gotten these guys so motivated that you go into a game seven where everything's on the table now? It's a dicey proposition. Now you're giving these kids life at Dallas. So what happens then? This is the curse of Chris Paul. Mm. This is the curse of Chris Paul. He (laughs) falls apart every playoff at the end. We've seen him do it time and time again. We've seen him on multiple teams. He can get you there, but he can't take you across the finish line. Mm. Right? They don't know what to do. You have a young guy in Devin Booker who all of a sudden realized that that other team over there, because they were already, see, see the Sun, here the problem was with the Suns. They were looking past the Mavericks. Eh, we ain't gonna worry about it. We're, that's what we're with. We're, we're, we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go ahead, and we're already in the championship game. Who, who are we playing? Let's, let's take a look and see who we're gonna play. Is, is Ja okay? You know, they 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 were already they already had their plane tickets ready to go. And all of a sudden, Lucas said, Oh, hold on, wait a second. Have, have y'all have y'all seen this before? Have y'all seen a finger roll before? Have 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 you seen have you seen a Euro step from a European player? Right? He's a dog. He's a dog. And the reason why Luke is a dog, because he came out of tough circumstances. Anytime you get these guys coming over from Croatia and Serbia, they've been in wars and seen bombings and stuff like that. We ain't seen nothing like that here since Pearl Harbor. You know what I'm saying? We ain't been no fighting on our shores. Nothing like that. Ain't nothing tough going on. We got Chipotle on every corner. You know what I'm saying? The (laughs) toughest thing you got to do is wait for them chicken sandwiches and what's that place? We've got the long line. At Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A. That's the toughest thing mm. you got to do in the United States. Mm. Is wait for a Chick-fil-A. Last time I was there, they gave me an extra biscuit. I want to say a ta-ta chicken. You know, Chick-fil-A for looking out for a bro. But beyond that, we ain't got to worry about too much here. Where's our toughness gone? Right? Chris Paul, where, where, where was it? He needed State Farm. He needed State Farm. Sure, him about this train wreck that was coming, man. That was with 77 that they're not going to be able to stop. Luke is not going away. Luke is going to drop 40 on him. Luke is going to drop 40 on him because he can't stop him. And that's just it. He's a bad man. There's no doubt about that. He's Batman, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul is going to melt. Chris Paul is going to melt like and fold up. And when you sit in a bad lawn chair, it's going, it's going, he's going down. It's like me sitting every look, man. One time, uh, many years ago, I went to Walmart to buy right around this time of year to, to buy some lawn furniture, right? And he had this beautiful plastic lawn chair, you know, the ones, the molded ones you can lay out in. Mm-hmm. I was in there with my daughter Ashley, she was about 10 years old. I laid out in that lawn chair right there on the right there on the floor, right there at Walmart, put it down. 
Mm -hmm. I went, ah. Next thing I heard was crack. Next thing I know, the lawn chair was flying up over my head. I was laid out on the ground. As she fell on the floor, they thought she was having convulsions laughing. That's just how Chris Paul looks like in his playoffs when it comes to crunch time. He's going to fold up like a plastic lawn chair, and everybody's going to be laughing at him. <laughs> okay. All right. So if that's the case, then we've already talked about some people folding up. And so you're going to have to help me walk through this one, Jay. Um, Golden State Grizzlies. I, I think it's the same situation where you have Golden State who said, we don't have to worry about the Grizz. And then once they said, John Morant's not going to be there and his yeah, daddy may yeah. not be at the game, it's going to be easy. Wow. Contraire Monfrey, one of the worst playoff whippings of history of all time uh, happened. A Taz It was right. it was a debauchery. It was debauchery. It was a Trevor Shamakery. Jay, is yeah. there any salvation? Because we're we're really looking at a Grizz team that should be up. I've only seen Golden State win one game. This Grizz team should be up and be headed out. So do the Dubs have a, a shot at winning this series? It's Kerr coming out of uh, uh, COVID protocol. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because obviously Mike Brown don't know how to coach. Obviously. They, they look bad in game four, right? But they eat that one out. And this time he had no answer for nothing. Mm. No answers. I mean, I don't know. Do, do at some point in time, the wheels fall off. I don't think the wheels completely fell off, but what I think that we've been seeing and I really um, think the Warriors, even though Clay is back, he's not. He's not right. mentally back. Right. Um, Clay is struggling. He's struggling mentally. What he used to do naturally, he's thinking about now. Clay's shooting stroke does not look the same. Mm -hmm. I said this before. I've said it since off that next, that last injury, somehow or another, his mechanics have failed him now. Mm -hmm. He is, his jumper is not pure. He had one of the purest looking jumpers. His jumper was more pure. He probably had the most purest looking jump shot in the league. Yeah, you know, Steph's, yeah. Steph's more of a push shot. You know, you know like you would right. teach, like you see, yes. ten and eleven year old shoot. He's got a push shot. I really didn't like Steph's shot, but he could hit it. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't like, I didn't like his shot when he came out of Davidson. I really didn't, but he could hit it. Mm -hmm. But Clay was absolutely pure. Yeah, it was you know, fluid. just he drilled it. Yeah, he's fluid. Well, now he's not. You start seeing Clay leaning off to his left now. I think he is still injured. And I believe even though he's out there playing, I believe his body mechanics are not the same and he's not sinking up at the top of his jump shot. And that's the reason why you don't see consistent outbursts from Clay. There was a point in time where Clay could go off on you, right? We saw him drop the 37 at one point in time, but there was a whole bunch of 30s Clay dropped on you on a regular basis. You just didn't hear about him because he was teamed up with the most prolific jump shot shooter we've ever seen. All of a sudden, now you see Stephen Curry not being able to hit those shots again because I think, again, too, he is a little bit injured, but I just believe old man time is starting to catch up to him. I really believe so because his game is movement. He reminds you of a floor-bound John Moran. Let me tell you why. Stephen Curry his whole game is based upon movement, running people off screens, running people off, running people literally to death. He, Clay just, I mean, not Clay, but Steph runs you, you just can't run no more. He's going to find an open spot. He's going to get to a spot and trigger it and pull it. Well, now we're starting to see that he can't run like he used to. He's had a number of injuries and he's not running as much. Now he's still getting around the floor, but he's not going for these super explosions that we've seen before. But Clay Thompson, is having a big problem. He is not consistent. And when they need him in the clutch, he's not there. The only way I think they win this game is that if you see Draymond, just go out and be Draymond. Oh, you know, he goes out there and hits stop. three or four, you know, he goes out there and hits three uh, three-pointers, gets you 10, 11 rebounds, you know, blocks a shot or two, hollering and screaming, and he just wills them to a, to a, to a win. 
this possible. Now, there's no way the Warriors are going to get smoked again. So this game is going to be within, uh, you know, four or five points. But do they have enough to get them over the top? This is very easily that the Warriors could lose this game. I, however, I think they're going to come back off of that behind whooping, off fresh legs too. Because remember, they got a chance to sit down for a full quarter, which they probably needed. You know, old man itis. But I don't. I, I think they're going to come back. But that that was embarrassing. And I think Steph. Here, here's another thing too. Let me get. Let me um throw this in here. How many times have you seen Steph Curry miss this many free throws? Mm-hmm. I mean, he used to be automatic. Here's the funny part about it. Poole on his on his squad is the best free throw shooter in the league on his own team. Mm-hmm. Stephen Curry's not even the best free throw shooter on his own team now. That just tells you that the torch is starting to be passed now. He's just not. That was it for this year. I think Jordan Poole was like 93 or 94% or something like that. So, um, you know, I just think you see, uh, I, I, oh, you know, nobody beats Father Time. I think I, I think I think the Warriors are going to pull this game out, but this is going to be a heck of a game, heck of a game right here. This is going to be a pull-out dog fight, and I think the Warriors are going to pull it out. But uh, they need they need they need Clay to go for thirty if they're going to pull it off. Well, first of all, let me say this: uh, our condolences from Iron Skillet to Adrian Payne's family. You know, it, it's a lot that's going oh, on. Yeah. We got a lot at the end. We got to send out a lot of love, man. Condolences for people who've moved on and who have yeah. transitioned on. And just a lot that's going on. And maybe Draymond is not the same mentally. Uh, maybe he's, those things are having an effect. But right now, he's not effective on the floor. And if he's not effective and you're not getting good play out of Wiggins, you're not getting cool. Um, if you just use Gary Payton Jr. to be the John Morant stopper and there's no John Morant to stop, yeah. then now there's a problem because now he has to have a role and he has to do something consistently. I'm not sure where this is going to go with Golden State, but if they don't get it together, you're going to look at a Memphis and – Mavericks Western Conference final, which I don't think well, you know, anybody saw that coming. Yeah. Well, you know, too, the Grizz have played far better without John Morant. Mm-hmm. I want to see her like 20 and 5 when he was out. Now, not saying that they're a better team without John Morant, but they did blow out the uh Warriors by almost 50 without John Morant. Mm-hmm. Maybe the ball just moves, it doesn't stick. Jai is great, but the ball does get the ball does stick in his hands. So um, maybe maybe without Ja Morant, I, I have a I have a stinky suspicion. Even if Ja can go in Game Six, he probably won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't think I don't think they're going to go. I think they have. I think they found something here, and uh, especially and, and like you said, and that was one thing I had forgotten that uh, the, the Glove Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big part. That's the reason why he had moved up into that starting um, in that rotation. Right. Um, he he was he's a big part of that Warriors uh, offense and that Warriors, especially that Warriors defense. And without him now, a lot of that uh, defense come now. You have Steph Curry, who has to actually play defense now, mm-hmm. and I think that takes away from his offensive output when he has to do that. Well, let's talk about playing defense, and let's talk about the best defensive team so far in the playoffs, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Boston Celtics have gotten a first row seat to what can happen with the greatness of Giannis, with what happens when BP gets with you. And when you got just dogs out there, you got a whole bench full of three and D guys. Oh, and by the way, they're a point guard, that holiday kid. He is oh, giving Drew. you vacation time, baby. This dude is yeah. putting in work. So, I, Jay, if Milwaukee stays on this trajectory, I don't see anybody in the West. I don't see anybody in the East stopping them. And it's funny because it's the same thing that happened to the Bulls. Everybody got hyped. They're like, you know, the Celtics going to do this. And then the Bucks just turn on their defensive switch. And even when you're up by seven points – you're really not going to win that game. I don't know what's yeah, going you know, 
is is Drew Holiday. I mean, mm. a blessing and a curse was Chris Billington going out in game two. True. Because now Drew had to step up his offensive output. And Drew can score. He ain't no joke. You know, right. he, when he was down in New Orleans, he's no joke. He just teams – he wasn't a prolific scorer. And so teams start moving him around thinking, well, I can get a better piece. Mm-hmm. But when you have – when you have Thor on your team, I got all – you know, I don't even like Marvel, but I'm, tell, I'm bringing out all the superheroes back. But when you have the God of Thunder – on your team who's swinging a hammer mm-hmm. and probably is the most unstoppable force in basketball. And all you got to do is hold up your end. Drew Holiday's your man. And then you, and then you, and then the back, then you got Bobby Portis. Really? You, you want to fight? Do, do you, do you want to, do you want to meet the Milwaukee Bucks in the alley? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. I mean, who wants some? Who, who, who wants some of the Bucks? Connie, who wants some? Nobody wants none of them. And they're showing you right now. Here's the thing about Giannis with Drew Holiday is that Drew is going to pick up the slack. You saw that great defensive play he made against Smart. I mean, the, the block alone was just ridiculous. And then to throw it off of him, just the Smarts, to throw it off Smart. That was a double entendre there. I was trying to do that. That was, that. A, I was, good my that was a good yeah. one. I like that. But – but the thing about it was, was that you looked at that situation and you knew these guys were going to play down to the last buzzer, right? Giannis was going to figure out a way to carry this team in, and he did. Now he's starting to hit his free throws. You got, come, you know, Drew Holiday playing well. This is a team, until somebody beats them in the East, until somebody beats them in the West, this is my pick to win it all. Not because they're the most talented team, just because they are the team who's going to take your heart away. If you didn't, co- if you don't come in to play basketball, if you out there, if you still at the club, you know, if you still making it rain, thinking about, you know, Cinnabons is over there. You're gonna check catch up with her later because I, I guarantee you, James Harden's at the strip club. I bet you's at the club right now. So, <laughs> talk about twerk team. I bet you he's there. Right now. <laughs> talk- I bet she's there right now with a bottle of Moet and somebody with a sparkler, you know. But can the Celtics, can they make this a series again or did they just take their heart from them? Because that last game was devastating. Jason Tatum don't know what hit him. They they were the tough guys. They They were the brutal boys. Right, they were they were put they were they were imposing themselves on people. So, oh, you don't want none of this. Yeah, we got uh, we got Marcus Smart. We got we gonna punk y'all. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they looked up and it was Giannis, the Greek freak, the warrior, the warrior king. Mm. You know, they were they they was coming through there like they was the night walkers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they walked from it like they was ghosts. You know, I mean, what was that Game of Zones mm. when? I, well, you had, well, you had, well, you had the old school all star team coming in there oh, with Scottie Pippen and Michael yes. Jordan with the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how that's just how they came in, and all of a sudden they became afraid. Right? Every like didn't Mike Tyson say it best? Everybody, everybody got a a, a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Right. You got punched in the mouth, and you kept getting punched in the mouth. And Giannis is going to keep punching you in the mouth. Uh, uh. Take that one. Take that one. Giannis, stop it. Mommy, make it stop. It ain't going to stop. Giannis is going to keep giving it to you. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, it, it's bad. It's really bad. And we got some more bad, but okay. I don't. I can't say bad. It's just What's that? we got to talk. We got to have a serious conversation. <laughs> so Steve Mongo McMichael. Uh, beloved Chicago Bears, someone we love, someone that we've watched, someone who was the life of the party. He was that person that you thought to yourself, this is the kind of guy I want to go party with. Now, I don't know if I can keep partying with him, but I I would like to go party with him one night and then just have that story to tell. But right now, there is a lobbying effort to get him in the Hall of Fame And, Jay, 
let me hear your thoughts about Mongo at this point. Where do you stand on him being as a Hall of Famer? He's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. He played on a team with a boatload of Hall of Famers, but Steve McBach was not a Hall of Famer. Um, a lot of his production came up because you had the sack man Dent on the outside. You had probably one of the best linebacking crews uh, to ever play the game. You had a couple of unsung heroes on that, mm-hmm. on that, out of that linebacker crew. You, you know, you had uh, Mike Singletary, and you had uh, who's playing? Who's playing the left side? Um, during that period of time, yeah, Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur Marshall, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wilbur Marshall. I think Wilbur Marshall. Is Wilbur Marshall in the Hall of Fame? I believe so. It's so many bears in the Hall of Fame that yeah. you can't even so, get a good I mean, number on everybody. He, he He's one of the great players, right? He's okay. one of the great players. Don't get me wrong what I'm saying is. I just don't think he had a Hall of Fame career. I think he was surrounded by Hall of Famers, and when you're not getting um, doubled and triple teamed all game long, all the time that you can make. Now, Stephen Michael made plays. Don't get me wrong. But he wasn't a guy that stood out, okay. right? He wasn't Dan Hampton-ish. He wasn't uh, Richard Dent. Uh, he wasn't a guy you schemed for. He was just a guy who could eat up double teams. Mm-hmm. He could eat up double teams and give you a push, you know? Um, I don't think – I mean, to tell you the truth, would Steve McMichael been who he was had he not played for the Chicago Bears during that period of time? That's the question. Good question. I believe Sackman. I believe Sackman Sack Dent would have been who he was. I believe Dan Hampton would have been who he was. I believe uh, who else on that team would would be Hall of Famer. Um, Mike Singletary. Yeah. Um, Singletary Hampton. As for, yeah. Yeah. But I, I believe they would have been there. But I don't think McMichael would have been there. You know, he he reminds me a lot of Yurkovich, a lot of John Yurkovich. Mm, okay. You know, he reminds me a lot of Yurk. Yurk's tough guy. You know, he um, McMichael is smaller than Yurk, um, but that that guy in the middle who was just going to beat you, who was going you know wrestle you. You know that that's why he he, he was a tough guy in that middle. I mean, Mongo's all time tough guy. Don't get it wrong now, but. Um, as for being a Hall of Famer, I think a lot of this has to do with ALS and what a horrible disease, you know, um, to to uh, have this man deteriorate right in front of your eyes. Uh, ALS is just a horrible disease. Um, you know, you wouldn't wish that on anybody, and, and especially Mongo, who later on, I mean, you know, he, he talked about how his life was and he was trying to um, have more of a redemptive type spirit toward the end of his life. But um, he's handled it like a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I respect him for that greatly. But as for him going in uh, as a Hall of Famer, and I probably probably want to try to do it because they know uh, time is coming up short. But I think if you really were talking to McMichael, he would say, hey, look at my stats. If that if that if that rivals anybody else who played that three technique to put me in, you know, it's is he Warren Sapp like? You know what I'm saying? Look at your great three techniques in the league. Mm-hmm. Is he a Warren Sapp? You know, no, he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He, he wasn't that guy. Uh, I'm trying to think of another great t- three technique that was inside that that um uh uh you know he wasn't um who was that from uh minnesota did bruce irving play uh, inside or outside i'm trying to remember bruce irving i'm was, not sure he was outside on the edge but yeah you, yeah there so, are a lot uh, of guys that um you know that that comp with yerk is really that's a good comp that's a really good comp yerk didn't have the accolades and and didn't have the longevity but it's a good comp I like that. Yeah. Guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, McMichael was a guy who ate stuff up in the middle. You know what I'm saying? But um, so did a lot of guys in the league. That three technique's hard to shine mm-hmm. as a three technique. And I believe, you know, he just, he got the accolades because he was, you know, in the four six. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, was, they, there, there was nothing that these teams could do. I mean, you look at a refrigerator Perry. I mean, did, he, did, did Fridge have more of an impact on, uh, that defensive line than uh, Mongo did. 
That's a great question because I've always thought, and maybe it was just how I looked at the game, I always thought that the fridge had a greater impact and maybe not as many plays. But I, oh. when you say impact, when you talk about the fridge and what he meant in that middle, he had a greater impact, a much greater fridge, impact to me. Fridge, fridge was way faster off the ball than Mondo. Right. Way faster. Better after I mean, it's not even a – by far. Right. He was – there's no comparison. He probably had 50 pounds on Mongo, and he was faster than Mongo. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he could penetrate. You know, and I, Perry was just ridiculous how fast he could penetrate. He was ridiculous. And he was out of Clemson, am I right? Yes. I want to yeah, say in my, in my mind, I think he was out of Clemson. Yeah. yeah. So um, you look at a guy like that, right, who I think had far more impact for not as long, mm -hmm. right? But – Mongo gets the nod because he was that original group, okay. you know that 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 original out of that original four six. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just think I, I want to say probably you know Refrigerator Perry probably had more impact on the defensive line than Mongo did, mm -hmm. uh, just for being disruptive. You know, I mean, look at Keith Trailer and them. Let, let's right. who who kept who kept everybody off of Brian Urlacher, right? Washington trailer, right? Mm -hmm. Was 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 Washington was Washington comparable to Mongo? Better athlete, stronger. Better athlete, better athlete, stronger and quicker. And when you're talking Nobody about three techniques, about yeah. Now I'm thinking about Vince Wilfork, and now you now that you you're jogging my memory, I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. There's some great three techniques who have who have matriculated through. There's some great three techniques. There's some great tech. There's some great three technique. Tackles. Didn't John Randall play three? Right. So, I think so. I think he was inside. Sometimes he'd be down over, down over the yeah. over the center too. It, it, so, yeah. so you you look. I mean, so yeah. I mean, is the Steve is Steve McMichael deserving of all the accolades that you give him? Absolutely is. Is he a Hall of Famer? You know, and I hope they don't show up out here with the pitchforks and you know think I'm in the uh, you know Supreme Court or something. Okay. You know, I hope, hope, you know, I'm just trying to be truthful on this. My heart goes out to Mongo. I mean, if he got in, I'd be the first person. I'd probably have a little tear of my eye going down because of him. Because, you know, I just, for all he means to Chicago. But on just sheer merit, I would have to say, no, he doesn't get in. Well, that brings us to the end of it. And as we, as I said before, man, it's a lot that we, a lot of people that we need to give shouts out to and rest in peace. Kevin Samuels, rest in peace to he and his family. Yeah. Uh, Jewel, uh, the first lady of, of Death Row, uh, who was on every song at some point, writing or singing or producing or doing whatever she did. Man. A big shout out to her, man. It's so many people that, it, you know, in a small time we've lost in this small little area man i i it's just a lot it's a lot and um i really i really want to take the time to um, really think about and give kudos to those who supported him but uh, you know the memory of tony larusa is such a great thing um that he was able to come back and be a coach and be a skipper uh, at his age. And, um, yeah, you know, we just, we want to wish Tony LaRusa a peaceful journey wherever he's going to go. Um, I do know <laughs> <laughs> that he's not deceased, but he's killing the White Sox dog. And I just, I can't, I can't, man. I can't. Wait, wait, wait a minute, hold it. You have me Googling. <laughs> You had me Googling, bro. Like, over Tony LaRusa died. I didn't hear him. I know I've been in isolation. I'm like, oh, did I miss it? And then when you said wherever he may go, I'm like, wait, how did I Is he on a fast elevator going down below? Wait, do you know something? I don't know what Oh, oh, if I got to watch the White Sox one more time this season, man. And I can't. Oh, my God. Hey, dude. dude. 
What is going on with the White Sox? The are they, Yankees are they put up like clippers? a football score on them. I just, I, dude, dude. and they can't beat dude, the. What, are, what's the new? What is Cleveland's name now? The Guardians. The Guardians. <laughs> the, Guardians the Guardians. The Guardians of the marble. Galaxy, man. They just, they cannot beat oh, them. Gamora and Drew, and they just can't. They oh, they're can't. killing them. I mean, the, the Guardians are no joke, man. They've been, they've been, the Guardians been wearing, especially the Sox. You know, I look here's the here's the scary part about the Sox right now, right? Here's the scary part about the Sox, right? You think okay, they're going to pull it together, right? But oh, hold on, hold on now, right? All these games mean something too. You know, these games count at the end. They right. just don't. They don't. They don't do like NASCAR, where you where you drive for you know one third of the race and everybody stops and pulls over, change their tires, and they put everybody back. Together. No, these leads make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got teams that are getting buried four or five, six games back. That's a lot of games to make up. Now, do they have the big bats? They, they have. Yeah, they do. But they're filled in as atrocious. I mean, I thought what's his name was bad out there. What's his name that ran in there, hurt his knee? Um, Oh, the right, the the no, not Mankata. The uh, the right, the right, the right fielder who like who like who would just run and fall into the net. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> I think it was his name right now. No, I'm not gonna do it with you because I know what you're talking about, but I'm not gonna. No, you're not gonna get any socks bashing out of me. He just he just it like ah! there's a net. Let me dive into it like it's what? a havoc. You what? know what I'm saying? Oh, was I supposed to catch the ball? Wasn't he brought here to help the, the defense to work with the defense, or is he just somebody the old hey, man that right. the old man wants? Well, here's the thing about it was right the the, the guy they should have brought in here, uh, Ozzy. That's <laughs> who they should have brought back. All right, you're funny. They should have brought Ozzy back. You're they should have brought Ozzy back. Right, Ozzy would have had him going. Ozzy would this nonsense right here. Ozzy, oh, Ozzy even cussed everybody out. He'd have been throwing water coolers all over the place. He'd have been sending people down, <laughs> back down to the minors. Right, everybody would be in the minors. Everybody. Tim Anderson would have had been a whole team of the. Would have been in the minors. He'd have been sending everybody back down. Y'all go get it together. You ain't gonna play up here. You know, no. You, he'd been walking by just taking steaks off people's plates. You don't deserve a steak. Give me that to me. Give me this. Give me this one. You know. I'm saying he put everybody a Taco Bell burrito on their plate. This oh. is what this how you playing? You playing like you in triple A ball? Like, here you go. Here's burritos. And you get a everybody bean burrito. Gets, here you go. And everybody get a seven dollar per diem on this road trip because that's how y'all playing right now. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm Make just, that work off the dollar menu. I'm trying to figure out what it is. What did Ozzy do? I mean, I know Kenny hates him secretly. I don't know if it's really that secret. Oh, I, you know, Ozzy, Ozzy didn't take no track. I, I, you know, Kenny, Kenny is King Kenny. That's what they. That's his first name. Needs to be King. And you, and you know, what I say goes. You can't tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? And Ozzy just ain't that guy. You know, Ozzy, Ozzy's a baseball guy, mm -hmm. right? Who still was young enough to come in and have enough energy to actually run this ball club. I don't know if Tony La Russa at his age really has the energy to run a ball club. Mm -hmm. Because you got to, you know, the issue is when you got all the 27 players, right? Mm -hmm. You got to set the tone for 27 players in your house, right? Yeah. In, in your locker room, right? If you don't have leaders in here, like you got Tim Anderson, he's supposed to be your leader, but is he really? No, he's not. I mean, that's right. the reality, Sox fans. He really is not a leader. He's not your leader. He's a guy there just balling, having a good time. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that, but you need a leader out here. This you is the reason Scott why Pacific. you do. You do. This is the reason why Derek Jeter was so valuable to the Yankees all those years. Why? Because he set the tone in the clubhouse. He wasn't the greatest athlete. He didn't have the most power, but those guys went out and balled when you were when you played for the Yankees back in the days with Derek Jeter. Cap had you ready to ball, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't, there wasn't no days off. He kept Alex Rodriguez all together. And Alex Rodriguez should have been the starting shortstop, but he made out he did convince Alex Rodriguez to go over there and play third. You know, and he and Alex Rodriguez was a far better shortstop than he was. But they needed Cap out there, right? Mm -hmm. Who's your who, who's your guy? Who's your guy right now? 
You know what I'm saying? So the thing about it is they don't have a guy leading them in the clubhouse right now. And your uh, Anderson is not your guy to lead that clubhouse. And Tony LaRusso obviously is not that guy. You know, so now you have a bunch of really talented players who are not pissed off yet. Mm. Now, let's hope that they don't wait till the middle of the year to get pissed off when they finally look up, oh, man, we're 15 back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we got to grind and start winning some games. Also, you look at it and try to get into the wild card, right? right? If this team plays and get into the wild card, they should not even let them get in the wild card. They should say, nope, you're too good for the wild card. You get out. You go play. You you go home now. You know, because uh, oh, this, this team true. this team has enough. This team has enough to win it all. They really do. But as constructed, their mindset is just terrible. I mean, when you're getting just mollywopped by the Guardians, that name ain't cool. I mean, which, 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 which one's the most worst name? Is it the Guardians or the Commanders? They're both pretty they, sh they should have called themselves the Commodores. You know what I'm saying? And just have and put like a picture of Lionel Richie on the side of the helmet. All right. <laughs> they, should just, they just should have came out <laughs> to uh, what's that song? Float on. <laughs> Float. Float on is LTD, ain't it? No, no. You got to float on with nah. the Commodores. Yeah. Wait, Commodore, there's another one. There's another one. Not Zoom. There was Zoom. A or Jesus' is Love. <laughs> they or Brick House. Oh, they could have come out to Brick House. Boop, 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 boop. They could have came out Brick House and oh. come out there like, like We Are the Titans and start dancing, coming out like that. Best song that you could have come out to could have been their entrance song is the Commodores Slippery When Wet. Slippery When It's Wet? Man, was that one of the best bass lines ever? Ever. Of all time. I, no, I, gotta, go, I gotta go play that at the next game. We got a gig coming up here pretty soon. Yes, another, we do. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, I'll yeah. Play, I'll play a Slippery When It's Wet. I think, can I play that? <laughs> slippery When It's Wet. <laughs> hey, anyway. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And before we get put out of here, just remember to like, uh -oh. subscribe, and share. Make sure that once you hit that button, you hit the yeah. ting, and then you do the ting. And make sure that you're sharing this with everybody that you love, and make sure that everybody that yeah. you love knows it's slippery when it's wet. So, you know when what? When it's wet. There you go. It has to be wet. Because it won't be slippery if it's not wet. So, hey, you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. <laughs> and we will see you, my friend, on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.